Hello world and welcome to my new podcast. I am your host, Adam Katib. I started this podcast to voice the next generation and help teach people about historical things and things that aren't so as common sensey anymore. But now for real though, um, I've always wanted to start a podcast and I've literally, I think it's been like a year since I had the idea of starting a podcast, but I finally got enough space. I got everything together. So, uh, alhamdulillah, we got everything all set up and good. Um, but my goal isn't to, you know, become famous and get all the money and fame and blah, 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 you know. Um, my goal really is to have the message that I'm um, giving and be heard. That's all I care about, you know what I mean? So if I do one day, you know, who knows, maybe I make like a lot of money and I'm very famous, who knows. But if that does happen, you know, I, mean, I wouldn't complain. Um, but that's not really my my motive here. Um, I just I just want the message to be heard. You know, what I mean, um, I, got, I got a lot of things to talk about. You know, I got a lot of my mind, um, though I can be very quiet a lot. I when it comes to talking and I start talking, I, I can go on forever. Uh, I think I get that from my mom. I don't know, because my dad's very like quiet and easygoing <coughs> um, and uh, forgive me I am a little sick right now I'm just camping in my room right now but uh, I I ask you at the end of this podcast not to um, don't applaud me don't pray for me you know what I mean don't support me support uh, Palestine because in my opinion this is the most important issue in the entire world right now and we're seeing it in front of our eyes, and it's been the most documented genocide of all of mankind. Genocides happen quite a few times, but this one is definitely the most documented and the most silenced. You know, and it's it's very very sad. Um, but again, that's why I'm here. Um, my goal is to be like the friend in the friend group when one friend gets lost in the woods, and while the others don't want to go and find him because the woods are scary. I want to be the friend, and I'm striving to be that friend who goes and looks for his friend, regardless of what's in the woods. So, Chola, I can uh, make a good starting point today. Um, so today we're going to be answering a little bit of some questions uh, commonly asked by people who are on the neutral side or perhaps even supporting of Israel, right? Um, now, I want to start this podcast off by clarifying that this has nothing to do with hating people with a religion, or hating people in general, okay? I just want to put that out there, okay? Because, like I said in the beginning, I'm trying to teach things that are common sense that aren't so common sense anymore. Uh, because, based on what we've seen in the world today, a lot of things to people are not common sense anymore. And a lot of people don't know vocabulary, and it's funny. And a lot of people don't know geography, too. But I guess that's kind of normalized with the geography part, so I don't blame you if you don't know. It's okay. Um... But, uh, and I don't want people to think like I'm judging them or pointing fingers and, uh, scolding them, you know what I mean? But, um, I do have some harsh opinions, uh, but let's get into it. Okay. Sorry. I was kind of yapping there for a second. So question number one says, why should I not condemn Hamas? Right. We, we keep seeing this question all over the place. Do you condemn Hamas? Do you condemn Hamas? Do you condemn Hamas? Why should I not? Why should I? You know what I mean? The reason why you should not condemn them, right, 
for many reasons. But when it comes to some condemning them, it depends what like what like, like what we're talking about here. You know what I mean? Like, do we condemn the um, what's the word? Sorry, I forgot. The hostages. You know what I mean? Like that. That for me is a small is like a small thing um, that I was a little concerned about because um, it's not very it's not very moral to take hostages. But the good part is though is that they treated them well and um, took care of them and made sure that they were safe. Um, it was only for negotiation terms, but still, um, I think that Hamas could have operated that a better way. But other than that, I don't think I personally don't believe that Hamas should be condemned for anything else. Um, so if you don't already know what Hamas is, which I'm sure you probably do, um, Hamas is a militia, right? And if you don't know what a militia is, you can go back to the video games you were playing back in like 2013 or something like that, and it was Assassin's Creed, right? That's the first time I learned about what a militia was, right? I learned something from a video game that I was supposed to learn in school, right? But basically, a, a militia in basic term, right? I don't want to go too in depth, but in basic term, a militia is a group of civilians or town people that join together and create their own kind of um, force, you know what I mean? Um, there's been a lot of militias made, not just in the Middle Eastern world, but um, in England and in the United States uh, back a couple, uh, couple hundred years ago, and even decades ago, and even till now, who knows? Uh, there's a lot of them. But again, a militia is a group formed by civilians, right? So Palestine doesn't have an army, right? There's no, there's no Palestinian, you know, Republican or uh, the Pal the Republic of Palestinian army. Like there's, there's no like organization, you know. There's no because they're under they're under the occupation of Israel. You know what I mean? So there's not just Hamas. You know what I mean? There's other groups as well. But so Hamas is a militia, right? And their goal is to defend the people of Palestine and preserve the land of Palestine and free the land of Palestine, right? That does not mean that they're going to go into Tel Aviv and start bombing and killing innocent people, you know what I mean? And using it as an excuse, you know what I mean? Because it's their holy land, you know what I mean? We, they don't roll like that. It doesn't work like that, you know what I mean? So, now, where the big question is, is it's coming. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. I see you, I see you there, twiddling your fingers and eating your soy and dyeing your hair blue. Before you get all anxious with me, I know the question that has come a lot is, what about October 7th? What about it? Right? What really happened at, uh, on October 7th, right? You tell me. Because there are multiple claims stating, and I'm not exactly, let's say, I'm not exactly um, denying it 100%, but I do deny it. But not 100% because there, there's, a, there's a pool kind of of chance there. You know what I mean? But... If you didn't already know this, it's the land of Israel and the government of Israel, I like to call them the kind of like the bad employee or the bad colleague in the office, right? Uh, when it comes to the United States. So the reason I say that is because you have the United States, and I mean, looking all professional, you know, I mean, strong army, good, um, good, uh, uh, good marketing scheme, you know, what I mean, they have good TV, the biggest uh, entertainment industry in the entire world, you know what I mean, then you have Israel, right? They're notorious for getting caught lying, getting caught cheating, getting caught killing innocent people. You know what I mean? Getting caught for the most crazy, like, out-of-pocket things, right? So the the way the the way that the United States views Israel is kind of like the bad guy in the office, you know, I mean, the bad employee. You know what I mean? It's like 
dude, what the hell? Like, you're not doing your job right. You're coming to work late. Um, I mean, you're clocking in over overtime. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're not covering up your uh, your corruption right. You know what I mean? I mean, you should take notes. Who knows? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, it's all it is very notorious for lying. You know what I mean? And their propaganda, right? They've been caught many, 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 many times for years and years and years lying. Even before, like, even during ancient times, you know what I mean? Like, the, the Israelites were, were caught deceiving a lot, right? Yet, the question of, you know what I mean, what really happened is, you know, present. So, the thing is, is that any pro-Palestinian, you know what I mean, supporter, you know what I mean, anyone who supports Palestine, and not just Palestine, but, like, any land that's, like, a land of people which is, you know, being harmed or oppressed in any way, you know what I mean? And, um, including, like, including, like, victims of the Holocaust, you know what I mean? If, if someone was a part of the Holocaust and someone was actually being, like, you know, oppressed in any way, like, of course we, can, like, we condemn that, that that's wrong. You know what I mean, it's an innocent person. <coughs> no innocent, I'll say this one time, no innocent person should be, should be oppressed, regardless of religious belief, color, um, I mean, gender or whatever. Even, and I, I might get a lot of hate for this, but it, just have a brain and don't be ignorant when I say this, but even, even like, uh, like uh, sexual preference people, so like if there's gay people or lesbian people, to be honest, I don't support that, I don't believe in it, I don't condone it at all, but if there's a person who consists of that, um, of that, uh, that action and that, uh, and that kind of lifestyle, you know what I mean, if they are... They haven't harmed anyone if they're just living peacefully, and I mean, people like that don't deserve to die, and I mean, and when it comes to my religious belief of uh, what should happen with them within consequence, um, that's just a person. It's it's a little bit um, pertaining to like what's gonna happen after you know your life. You know what I mean? Like, um, I mean, like uh, the consequence could be worse. You know, what I mean, after life. Um, but I'm not saying like, oh, I'm like supporting like LGBTQ and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, and I love gay people, blah, 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 right? An innocent person is an innocent person, you know what I mean? So I don't want anyone to take that out of context of what I just said. I'm just saying that if somebody who is gay or lesbian or black, white, uh, ginger, uh, Jewish, Muslim, Christian, doesn't matter, right? If someone's innocent and hasn't done anything to anyone else, you know what I mean? They don't deserve to be oppressed, okay? Um, and if it comes to punishing, um, when it comes to punishing like sins and lifestyle and actions, uh, in my opinion, that's only God's job. Okay, so just clear that up. So, anyone who supports Palestine will tell you that if you show them proof of October seventh, like visible proof that they can see, because remember, Israel is very notorious for lying. Right, they've gotten caught many times. Even just recently, during that parade or the festival that was in Israel, they were caught lying. Because they, there was a statement released, and I don't remember the source, but I, um, if someone really wanted that source, you could just email me or um, send me a DM on Instagram, and I'll find that source for you. But um, there's multiple sources saying that um, the helicopter, uh, the helicopters in that were flying over that uh, festival in Israel, they were commanded, they were ordered to shoot anything in sight, anything in sight, right? 
And many of the many people of Israel that were at that festival were telling were telling people that well, they were telling like the media and they were telling other people that it wasn't Hamas, it was Israel. Israel was killing them. Because mind you, a lot of people don't know this when it comes to this concept of the October 7th. A lot of people don't realize, one, for the past 75 years, Israel has been trying to wipe Palestine off of the map. It's not, oh, we're going to live here coexisting and you know, I mean, have peace. No, no. It's get, off, get off the land. Get off the land. And I'm going to touch up on why they believe that um, a little bit later. Um, but that's one. And the second part is, before October 7th, <coughs> sorry, this, the people of Israel were uh, protesting in the streets to uh, get rid of Netanyahu. Netanyahu. I don't even want to talk about that guy, but um, they wanted to get rid of him because of his policies and what he was doing and the amount of real estate he was giving to people and I mean and the the power he was gaining and it was unjust and it was unfair. Um, so do a little research on that, I, I tell you. But that's not the only thing. Like you have hostages that were taken by Hamas and they all claim that um, you know, Hamas didn't do anything to us. I mean, there's there's witnesses. So if, so if you want to go off the the the, the narrative that um, though there's no video proof of October seventh, there's witnesses, right? So you could apply that. If you want to use that logic, you apply that same witness, you know, logic to the people that are saying that Israel is bad, that are are Israeli and that experienced it. But if you were to show me or anyone that sh supports Palestine a video of, of a member of Hamas killing somebody or torturing somebody that's not that's um, innocent of course 100 1000 1 million percent we will condone that uh, condemn that sorry of course without a shadow of a doubt you know and that's where that kind of common sense comes in you know what I mean this is what we stand for you know what I mean we stand for peace and like you know what I mean and you don't want innocent people to die like it's that it's that simple you know what I mean but there's no like subhanallah is crazy that we see how technically advanced the entire world is, right? We got AI, we got the self-driving cars, and we got, uh, um, what else? The missile defense system. So if when Hamas tries to attack their military base, um, and again, attacking the military base, not attacking people, attacking the military base, military base. So those people are not innocent because the people from the military base are the military that are attacking Philistines, okay? Uh, I, I didn't think that was gonna be hard to understand, but I just wanted to clarify just for the slow people, okay? So, yeah, they have, like, the, the missile defense system, so when rockets are sh being shot at the base, they can, like, stop them, something like that, you know what I mean? So, subhanAllah, we have all this crazy technology, you know what I mean? But with all this technology, don't find a single video showing proof that Hamas was killing innocent people. Not a single one. Not a single one. I mean, I know I haven't seen it, and I haven't heard anybody else of seeing it, and all the comments on all social media supporting Israel, they, they can't prove it. Pierce Morgan can't prove it. He was asked so many times, prove it. Everybody's being told, prove it. And then when they do try to prove it, they get caught making fake fake footage. You know what I mean? Like, it's pathetic. It's a joke. Wallah. Wallah, it's a joke. Like, just seeing, like, Israel try to, like, give um, propaganda. You know what I mean? Make propaganda. It reminds me of... Bro. <laughs> Bro. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the the movie The Interview, right? With uh, David, uh, what's his name? Oh, David, uh, you know who I'm talking about? That David guy and Seth Rogen, right? And the movie's about like Kim Jong Un and whatever, and it's like them trying to make. Uh, I mean, there's like 
propaganda making involved. And that just it just reminds me of like Saudi, like how like they're so pathetic and like they get caught so easily just making lies. Like it's it's hilarious. But um not a single video, man. Not a single video. But what the sad part is though is that you have the people in Philistine, you know, that have like very used and broken down phones because that's what they can afford. You know what I mean? Um, and they're taking videos on their phones. You see thousands of videos, thousands of videos. I remember the first time I saw a video, <coughs> my dad showed me on it, it was on Facebook. And I was like, um, I had to be like 12 years old or 11. I might be wrong, I don't know. But I, I remember I was in fifth grade. I, I mean, how old are you in fifth grade? What? You're 10 or 11. Yeah, I think so. Um, or 12. I don't even know. I, I'm not doing the math. But <laughs> but he he was like uh, yelling and swearing at his phone. Now, when I was myself, oh, what's wrong? He goes, to, he's, like, he's like, these people, they're called Yahudi. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, they're not actually called Yahudi. They're, they're just Jewish people that um, are in control in Palestine. And they control the people of Palestine. And I had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, man, what are you talking about? And he showed me, like, um, partial videos. And he's like, I don't want you to see the rest because it's very graphic. And now that I'm you know, seeing the evidence of, like, what's going on today, like, it's probably good that I didn't see that at such a young age. But at the same time, my dad explained to me the entire story of Zion, of what Zionism is, uh, sorry, Zionism is and how it began and what the Torah says about um, Zionism and whatnot, and that's how I learned. I learned from a very early age as well, uh, early age as well as everybody, a lot of other people too. Um, and then that's when you kind of start to like. Everybody says like, "Oh, you remember when you gained consciousness and like, like when you're like in kindergarten?" Like, no, that's when I really, really gained. Con well, obviously, I gained consciousness in kindergarten, but when I like really like saw and learned. I mean, what central banking, Zionism, occupation and control is, I was very young. And we learn how to um, analyze evidence, you know what I mean? You know, the reason why America and Israel has, a, has such a big pull on Americans, um, on American support, is because of the propaganda, you know what I mean? And the thing is that the propaganda isn't even good. It's not even good. It's just... The people that control, you know what I mean? They know that Americans aren't dumb, right? And I don't think so either. I don't think Americans are dumb. But what makes them dumb is that they don't... I'm not saying everybody, obviously. And don't think I like, oh, I hate America so much. Death to America. No, no. But what a lot of Americans don't do is they don't look into things. They don't make the effort to open their mind and say, okay, let me hear the other side of the story. Or, huh. Like, do they just do that without consequence? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, are these terrorists that they're so-called, you know what I mean? Like, 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 what did Israel or United States do to make them start fighting, you know what I mean? Like, they don't think about that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Because they're, like, sheep. They're sheep. You know what I mean? They follow what they're told. You know, and... I'll vouch for uh, Christians too. I'm a Muslim, but I'll vouch for Christians. Um, and I actually have a lot of res uh, a lot of respect for uh, devout Christians, because um, there's not a lot of many out there, and it's kind of like uh, it's becoming something you have to be brave to be a part of. You know what I mean? And obviously, like I don't believe in Christianity, but you know what I mean. They are 
the practicing Christians are very similar to Muslims. Um, and I'll vouch for them. Okay. And as for Muslims too. So Muslims and Christians, we are taught to not just follow what we're told. You know what I mean? And especially in Islam, this is very, very like, um, it's very like um, descriptive in Islam is that we're not supposed to just follow what we're told. We're supposed to question it, you know, and analyze. You know what I mean? So we can fully understand and, you know I mean, fully grasp what we're analyzing. You know what I mean? So instead of just saying like, oh my gosh, Hamas killed all, like 50 million people in Tel Aviv. You know what I mean? People, well, one, people will probably believe that there's 50 million people in Tel Aviv. <laughs> but, um, but, you know what I mean? Like, 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 without even a question, right? Without even a question, like, oh my gosh, Hamas, like, right? Like, Hamas is had as a group Islam it I, I love I love I, I honestly love when the pro Islamic people say is is Islamicist. That word Islamicist. That word to me is so funny. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> what what is an Islamicist, bro? A Muslim, right? Like like when did that word become a thing? Like an Islamicist, like I think that what they trying to say by that is somebody that is using killing as an excuse to pray like uh, using god as an excuse to kill people you know? but that's not what it is at all whatsoever whatsoever and that's what they want you to believe and the thing is is that you wouldn't be able to understand that if you never questioned it you know what i mean or you never heard somebody else question it and listen people are so damn ignorant man so ignorant man <sighs> but again you know what i mean thousands of videos you know I mean, throughout the internet flowing more than ever, you know what I mean? The most documented of the genocide, you know what I mean? And nothing on the Israeli end. Nothing. Nothing. And the thing is, Muslim and Christian people, like, you know what I mean? And when I say, like, devout or, like, uh, re uh, respected, you know what I mean, or practicing, I don't want to, um, what's the word? I'm not judging anybody who's, like, kind of, like, low in their faith, on their religion, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, that's totally, um, it's totally not my business, and, and even if you were low in your religion, I, I'm not judging you, so I just, I want to put that out there, but, um, what was I saying, um, <laughs> but, the practice, the practicing Christian and Muslim people, right, they're very rational, they're very rational, right, they're taught to listen and to be kind, you know what I mean, to be humble, right? But as for Western media, they throw that out the window, right? They don't want any, they, they don't show that to anybody. It's not that they, like, um, it's not that they're, like, actually, like, going into, like, mosques and churches and killing people like they are, you know what I mean, in Israel, or kicking them out, like, saying, you can't practice a religion here. Because in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem, or Bethlehem, they're... The Israeli are telling the Christian people, you can't preach Christianity here. And I actually talked to a guy, and he told me, um, he's a Christian friend of mine. I've never met him before, but uh, we talk a lot on Instagram. But he told me that his aunt went to, uh, uh, I want to say, Beit Lahem, to go and preach um, the Bible. And they, like, kicked her around. They said that she's not allowed to do that there, and, like, they try to put her away. You know what I mean? And this is the kind of things that people do when they're presented with, you know, uh, material and value and they become greedy, you know what I mean? 
and you know what I mean only God knows what will happen to me but I don't care I, I will say this I'm not, I'm not a coward and I advise all of you to use your voice as well because in the end it'll help your voice will save you um, but even in um, in Mecca right in the Haram and if you apparently from what I've heard and this may or may not be true right but it's something that doesn't surprise me from what's going on right now but what I've heard is that if you just recently if you make a dua or like a supplication to Allah out loud about Palestine they'll kick you out and I mean like what like what like the world has became so unjust because of greed and we and we're told about this in all the books we're told about this right we're told about this and even without the books you can still kind of start to see this if you're not ignorant you know what I mean and that's not right um, but yeah so another question says if you're so anti-Israel why don't you go back to your country and fight <coughs> and honestly this this one's one of my favorite this is one of my favorite my favorite questions I always see in like comment sections but I, I advise you all to you don't need to necessarily debate with people in comment sections right like I see a, a lot of you doing unless it like you know what I mean unless it's like something offending I mean your religion like like, like, like something that's like that's um, unacceptable to like just let go you know what I mean but and even in that case you could still remain silent right because the people online that you're arguing with right that you're going back and forth with they don't care what you have to say they don't care they don't want to hear what you have to say they're not going to listen to what you're going to say they're ig they're ignorant just alone by them supporting Israel proves that they don't want to listen to you but if your soul you know I mean desires to talk to them you could talk to them I, 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 I wouldn't say it's exactly bad either I'm just saying um, don't don't waste your time with these people you know I mean don't, don't waste your time something that you know what I mean, kind of offends you that ignorant people say, it's not worth talking to them. It's not. Now, I'll get into a little bit of that later. But, um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're so anti-Israel, why don't you just go back to your country and fight? So, I, so the, the majority of people that ask this, I don't know um, how long you've been on this earth or if you've ever traveled before. But when you go to an airport internationally, there's something called uh, customs, Right? Everybody knows what customs are, right? Sadly, I, I don't know if anybody, I don't know if everybody knows what customs is anymore. <coughs> so what, sorry, I just coughed like right by the mic. <laughs> so what customs is, is basically, if for those who don't know, when you go to an airport internationally, right, there's going to be a little area of guards and they're going to ask you and they're going to say, where are you going uh, in our uh, country? What city are you going to? And you're going to go like, um, um, uh, Sweetnessville. We're going to Sweetnessville. Okay, what are your plans in Sweetnessville? Um, I don't know. I just wanted to go on vacation and visit the place. Vacation, really? You wanted to go on vacation? What's there to see and be in vacation in Sweetnessville? Well, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's a nice area. Why can't I? Why can't I be here? You know what I mean? Okay. Well, when you plan on leaving? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think like maybe two weeks to a month. Okay. Okay, well, where are you going to go after? Okay, okay, well, uh, do you have anybody that lives here? And blah, 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 blah. Okay, like, that's basically how um, customs works, right? In Israel, customs works a little bit different if you're Arab. Okay? And a lot of people don't know that. Like, a, like a lot, even Arab people don't know that. Like, when you go to uh, Palestine, 
you have to go to Tel Aviv, right? Because there's that's the airport you're supposed to go to. So once you go to um, Tel Aviv and you're in the airport in there, if you're Palestinian, even if you're an American Palestinian, right? If you're an American Palestinian, you have a little bit more leverage because you're American, but they like to give Palestinian people a really hard time, right? They like to question them. They like to go through their bags. They like to take their stuff. They like to send them back home. Um, and it's completely unfair. Like, it's completely unfair, right? And I've heard stories about, like, I've heard so many stories. And if you don't believe me, you can even, like, look up like look up some. Or if you have any, like, Palestinian friends um, that, like, have ever gone to Palestine, they will tell you. I promise you. They will tell you. Um, even if it's, like, the smallest thing or the biggest thing, they will tell you that they're assholes. Stop, I apologize for my 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 language but but they're they're like they they're they're really disrespectful and it's disgusting you know what i mean like getting pat down and your whole bag searched and being uh put into a room for like six hours and being questioned and all that stuff and then turns out you know what i mean like they make you wait till the next day or they send you back home you know what i mean and a lot of people um in the middle east um have ve- have uh, extreme troubles like getting visas you know what i mean and part of that is kind of due to the fact that they can't get into Israel, you know what I mean? And Israel doesn't welcome them, you know what I mean? Um, but there's only so many people that, you know what I mean, can be a part of that, unfortunately. I mean, if, uh, yeah, there's only a certain amount of people that can, um, that they can keep out of Israel, you know what I mean? Um, Palestinian people in, in particular. But um, I've heard stories, you know what I mean? I've heard many stories of people that I know, people that I'm related to even, of them trying to enter Palestine and being kicked out. And let me tell you a story, okay? And I want you to just, like, seriously, like, seriously, like, don't be a dickhead. You know what I mean? Just think, okay? Just, like, really, like, imagine this, right? My father and his siblings, all of his siblings, he's the youngest of, oh, I should know that. Um, I think seven or eight or six. No, not six. I think it's eight or seven. I don't know. Oof. But he is the youngest out of all of them, right? So he's the baby of the family, right? They were all born in um, in Damur, Lebanon, right? That's a very beautiful city in Lebanon. Um, but my father grew up in a city that's very dear to my heart. I, I promise if you ever consider going to Lebanon, I know it's a very popular vacation spot. Or you consider, you know what I mean, if you're in Lebanon, it's very uh, it's, a, it's a place you'd, you'd like to see. Uh, my my father was born in, uh, born in Damur, but he was raised in a city called Saida or Saidan, which basically means like uh, fisherman, right? And the reason why I was called that is because that area uh, is a very high ported area, right? There's um, there's many like docks and stuff like that, and like markets like right by like the the water and stuff like that, and there is kind of like a. <coughs> <coughs> There's kind of like a, a castle like in ruins there. Um, it's a sea castle. I don't know the exact name of it, but I've went to it uh, twice, I believe. Um, it's very old. It's I believe it's like the eighth oldest like thing in the entire world or something. I don't know. You can you 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 can look it up. You'll find it. Um, but the city is full of very 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 funny and nice people. They're hilarious and the food is amazing. Wallah, may Allah bless their heart. I love those people so much. Oh my gosh. I went there, um, I went there probably, uh, August to September 2022. Um, I went with my sister and 
we stayed with my uh, with my family there, and it was it was just delightful. I ca- I can't even complain a single thing about it. Um, one day maybe I'll make a podcast about like my trip there and like uh, and funny stories and stuff like that. But regardless of that, yeah. So my dad was born in uh, Lebanon, um, but his parents are both from Palestine. Um, they lived in a village called Dair and Qasi, right? Dair and Qasi. So basically, Dair and Qasi was a balad or a village. A balad is just a village, yeah. Um, so if you ever hear balad or balad, that just means village. Um, but they lived there, and they were very like a high regarded family. I mean, my the last names of my uh, the father the, the my father's uh, sorry my grandfather's last name was Khatib or Khatib. And um, my grandmother's name, her last name was Maruf, Maruf, um, which I believe, uh, I think means uh, like well-known or high-regarded, I believe. I, I don't know, I could be wrong. But um, yeah, so they lived in Dayal al-Qasi. It's the northern part of Palestine. Um, I've never been to Palestine, by the way. Um, I don't have anywhere to go there. Um, but they lived there. Um, and I probably, I would say, I'd have to ask my father, but, um, my father, why did I just say it like that? I'd have to ask my father. <laughs> all right, all right, sorry, sorry, I, I know, I know, I'm getting back on topic. Um, but I had to ask my dad, like, when exactly when it was, but I would have to assume it was the late 40s, uh, late, uh, late 40s or early 1950s. They were, uh, they were kicked out of Palestine from the Israeli. And basically they went inside their houses and they kicked them out. Simple as that. And they fought and fought and fought and they kicked them out, threatened to kill them. You know what I mean? And it's like, this is a real thing. You can ask people, right? Because they've seen it with their own eyes or their family's experienced it or you can even see videos of it. And I, th- I think a lot of people, a lot of you guys know that one video of like the one woman and she was in her backyard and the guy was like trying to like, like uh, start like moving into her house and she's like, you are stealing my house. And he's like, if I don't steal it, someone else will. Like, bro, what? <laughs> the dude looked like Peter Griffin. Oh, stop it. I shouldn't have said that. I don't like making fun of people's appearance. Um, but anyway, sorry. I'm very sorry. I always get off topic. But um, so imagine somebody, like, for real, coming into your house with, like, luggages. Literally, like, literal lug- luggages. And telling you, all right, it's time to go. It's my turn. My house now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Time to go. Bye-bye. Time to go. Bye-bye. Right? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Like, no, of course that wouldn't be okay, right? Like, wherever you're listening to, the, uh, to uh, whatever you're listening this, um, wherever you're listening this, you know what I mean? Uh, listening to this, sorry. Just think about, like, think about someone came in, like right now in front of you with a bag and they said, get up and leave. And then you tell them, okay, where am I? Like, where am I gonna go? I don't know. It's your problem. Bye bye, right? Bye bye. Like, do you understand how infuriating that is? Of course, of course, people are mad at that. Like, people think like this is like a light issue. Like, people are just coexisting together in a land, and like they don't get along. No, like someone breaks in your house, like you're gonna be pissed. And knowing damn well the American people, the American people. You know the American people. You know, you know the Americans. They would get, they would get mad. You know what I mean? They would get mad. They would get very mad, right? And they pull out the shotgun and be like, "You, you need to get the hell out of here." 
right? So it's not fair to those Americans, you know what I mean? They wouldn't be fair to them, right? And then they pull out their shotgun and then they're surrounded by like 10 more guns or whatever. I mean, they're like, all right, get out, time to get out. And then the man ends up saying, no, I'll die in my house property. And then he just dies and then they just discard him and take his house, you know? It's very sad. It's very sad. Um, so, yeah. That's why I just don't go to Palestine and just to fight, you know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. I can't just go fly over there and be like, okay, um, yeah, uh, I'm just going to Hamas University. I'm, I'm about to uh, start staying there for a little bit. Uh, and fight for the army a little bit, you know? So, yeah, so that'd be cool. It'd be cool. You can let me in, right? Like, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And the thing is, too, is, like, a lot of people actually do go to Palestine still, though. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, mention that, like, you can't get into Palestine at all, at all because you can, right? But a lot of people that go into Palestine already have, like, houses there, right? In Palestine territory um, where their family lives, right? So they're actually able to, you know what I mean, give, like, a reasonable excuse according to the Israeli um, uh, defense, you know what I mean, that they're going to um, go to their family's house. So... Um, but even still, those people get a hard time, too. You can ask them. But the thing is with me, someone like me, an American-Palestinian, <coughs> I don't got nowhere to go there. I don't got no family left there, right? My last name is still there. It's probably very distant, distant, distant family. But they probably don't even know who I am, you know what I mean? And what the danger in this world is that even if I was to just go to Palestine and just find the address of... Uh, Dar uh, Khatib, you know what I mean? If I was just to find the family and like go to their house, who knows? Maybe they think I, I, I was an Israeli, you know what I mean? So it's not guaranteed that even if I went, like I would be able to find a place to go and stay at, you know what I mean? Like, because if I went right now, I, I don't have anybody to like go and be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to see him. And, but as loving as the people of Philistine and the men are, if I was just, I, kinda, I feel like if I was just to go there, and just be like, yeah, I'm going to uh, see my family. And just go out in the street and be like, hey, can I stay with you? I feel I feel like a lot of people would be like, yeah, 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 father, father, yeah, come. Um, bless the people of Palestine. <coughs> <coughs> so, um, another question, and what I kind of wanted to focus on in this podcast and kind of get the message across in this podcast is... <coughs> Is that um, many they won't ask because they want to they don't want to be like recognized about this topic. But many will think, and and I I know I, we all know that you're thinking this, whoever you are. Why do I need a post if it has nothing to do with me? What what is me posting gonna fix? You know, what is my picture that I post on Instagram gonna do, right? And the reason why. Uh, part of the reason why, sorry. Part of the reason why, you know, Palestine is still being occupied is because of that. It's because of that. There are more people. There are there are significantly more people that don't speak about Palestine, that still considerably support it, that don't speak about it, than there are that do speak about it, right? Significantly. Like, really, really, really high. Right? Now, imagine if you just applied half of that number to just post. You know what I mean? It's not going to kill you, right? What, what's that going to do? Is it going to ruin your bougie Instagram account? Or is it going to... Your friends going to think you support terrorism? Because if you have friends that think that, then you need to get new friends. Because your friends are dumb. Straight up. That's what I'm on. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> but, not for on Jed. Um, what is it going to, like, 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 what is it, how is it going to affect you? You know what I mean? People are going to think you're weird, right? Like, you'd, re- you'd rather be looked at as not weird than speak up on innocent people dying that could have easily have, the same thing could happen to you. You never know, right? Now, for all the people that still think like that, right? I want to tell you a story of being, uh, of, a story of, what can I say? With a high, a high moral, right? <coughs> I am so sorry for coughing all the time, but there's a hadith, right? And the hadiths, uh, the story in the hadith, it says there are three men, right? There were three men. They all had some sort of like uh, negative uh, trait or deficiency, right? There was a man and he had, uh, he was leper, right? Uh, he was sick, and then there was a bald man, and then there was a blind man. Now, there was an angel that was sent down by God, and it was appeared to look at as like a human, right? And the man, the the angel goes to the first. He goes to the individually. He goes first to the leper man, and he goes, "What's wrong with you?" Um, you know what I mean. And the guy says, "Well, I am very sick and." My my skin color is very like uh, has become very like uh, like like you know when you get sick like you get kind of like you know like the term like getting green or yellow or whatever or like you know what I mean like he said his skin was very like uh, bad <coughs> and uh, a, a bad color you know what I mean not like uh, black or white like African American I'm not talking about like that I'm saying like he was in bad color because of his sickness and. Uh, he said, and I don't want people to avoid me anymore. Then he, the angel tells him, and he goes, he goes, by Allah, what would you wish for to change? And he said, well, I would like to have my my skin, my healthy skin color back, and I would like people to um, not avoid me anymore. So the angel said, by Allah, you will have this. <coughs> So now, he goes to the bald man, kind of like the same thing happens. He goes, uh, what's wrong with you? And the guy goes, I'm bald. And I wish people that I wish people wouldn't avoid me. So the angel goes, by Allah, you will have um, nice hair and people, uh, will, you will attract people. So sure enough, he had that and he was granted that. Now, the blind man, he, went, he goes to the blind man, he goes, what's wrong with you? He goes, I'm blind and uh, I mean, I wish people didn't like... Uh, you know, kind of like uh, disregard me or avoid me or whatever. Um, so the angel goes, by Allah, you will be granted back your eyesight and uh, I mean, people will, won't avoid you. So when the angel asked all three of them individually, he pro- like he said, what kind of property do you want to? So they all said like their cow, uh, the cattle or uh, a camel or a sheep, you know, like livestock. You know what I mean, so they could continue to grow crops, or you know, you know, what I mean, like uh, continue with like the their like their food and their livestock. You know, what? yeah, yeah. Okay, so now a little while, uh, a little bit of so some time goes by, right? Some uh, a little bit of a while goes by, the angel returns 
back to that land, and he goes to the all three of the men individually, and he goes to the leopard man first, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, and this was a test, and the angel goes to them, and he goes, oh, um, like, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm very, very tired, and I've been traveling, you know what I mean, um, and I've asked the law as best as, and I've relied on him the best that I could, um, for help, but now I'm relying on you, um, awaiting, you know what I mean, the answer of Allah. Is there anything you can bless me with? Like, can you give me food or shelter or water? Um, can you give me your cow? And the leper man goes, hey man, I'm in debt. I'm in debt, man. I, I, I can't I can't give you anything. But the angel knew he was lying. And the angel said, are you lying? And the, and the man said, no, I'm in debt. And the angel said, if you're uh, like, if you are lying, then Allah will expose your lie and you will be Kind of like reversed back into your current state, because weren't you the one that Allah blessed? And he like, yeah, but I was, I'm in debt though. But the man was lying because he was greedy and he didn't want to give any of his cattle. So, then of course Allah re returns the man back to his old state, and now he's sick again, and people avoid him, and he doesn't have any cattle. So the same thing happens for the bald guy basically. And then when it comes to the blind man, the angel asks him, and he says, "Please, can I have one of your sheep?" And the blind man, the guy who used to be blind, said, "Yes, you can have my one of my sheep. You can have it." Like, and he was being generous. You know what I mean? So, the moral of the story is, <coughs> as Americans, or if you don't live in America, but as people like us, I mean, we're very privileged. We're very blessed. We have, I mean, these common things. You know what I mean, most of us aren't like ill or blind. I mean, some of us are bald, but I mean, a lot of like a lot of people don't like avoid us. I mean, we have a lot of good uh, blessings. You know, I mean, we have a house, we have clothes, we have microphones to speak on, we have phones to go on and communicate, we have entertainment to keep us, you know, I mean, busy and ha and like, um, and, yeah, and entertained, and we have food and water. You know, what I mean, but if we were to just close our eyes for ten minutes and try to just live life, we would go insane. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that we can literally just close our eyes for 10 minutes, right? I dare you. I dare you to close your eyes for 30 minutes and try not to go insane. Obviously not in your bed when you're sleeping, but, 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 but do it. Do it. I'm serious. You'll go insane. You won't last like five minutes. And it's because you don't understand the value of our eyesight and the value of our hearing and it's all these senses and so on and so forth, right? So the moral is... We are gifted so much, right? But when it comes back, when it comes to giving back, right? To giving back when we're able to, we don't, right? So, can I ask you, what for full esteem, right? What do you think is easier to do and more attainable to do on your end? To give them a sheep and ship out a sheep to them and ship them a million dollars? Or to just post and say, share this, um, this is not right. You know what I mean? I'll pray for the people for Palestine and the people that are oppressed in Lebanon and Syria, Tanzania, Libya, like you know, and you know what I mean all and uh, Congo, you know what I mean all of them, right? It's just a post. Tap your fingers. That's it. It's tapping your fingers on a screen. Right? And the fact that you have all of what you have right now, right? It could always be worse. <coughs> it could always be worse. And you could, you could also lose all of it. You could lose all of it. Just like that. 
could lose all of it. So it's not fair for your, you to think that you by you not po- like by you posting doesn't fix anything, right? It's not fair. Because if everybody like, cause you know what I mean, thankfully enough we have people that aren't like that. But if everybody was like that, full steam wouldn't get any coverage. You know what I mean, these people would die, right? And that's what we have. We we regardless of full steam, we still have a lot of issues like that right now, right? Like like we have a big entertainment uh, industry in America, right? Of a lot of accused corruptedness, right? That has been questioned, right? Nobody. But nobody says anything about it. No, none of those celebrities say anything about it. Only a few of them. And the few of them, they get in trouble, right? But nobody else talks about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. But that's all. That's a whole other topic, right? <coughs> <coughs> Damn, I'm sorry, you guys. So, now, I'm going to narrow this uh, demographic down a little bit more for the people who don't say who don't speak up about it right the world isn't an evil place because people do evil just because e- people do evil things it's evil because people see it and they don't say anything about it right that's the real evil of this world like think about that right you can apply it to anything and it's bad it's very bad and it's coward it's cowardly too. And I have no respect for people that um you know you know, I take that back because I'm a very patient guy, but I very much <coughs> I very much um dislike and somewhat dis and, and somewhat uh don't respect the ones who uh you know no. No, no. Why, why am I being like cautious with this? I I don't respect people that don't speak up on on oppression and issues like that. That's not right. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. I I don't respect people that do that. So sorry. But I wanted to narrow down that demographic a little bit and talk about the people of Lebanon, right? I've been to Lebanon. I know a lot of Lebanon people, Muslim and Christian, and some that don't even believe in God, but. I know a lot of the Lebanese people, and they're very nice. They're very lovable. They're very infectious. Um, but what a lot of people don't know about Lebanon is that, like I said before, how my grandparents were pushed to the to push out of Palestine to Lebanon. So if you don't know where, if you don't know like geography, that's fine. But Lebanon is north of Palestine. So if you go north of Palestine, you go to Lebanon. So they were pushed into Lebanon, basically. Now, the southern part of Lebanon, if you go today and you ask any Lebanese person, they all tell you that it's all Palestinian people. They're all Palestinian. All Palestinian. I, even when I went there, I was shocked to see how many people were Palestinian. It was crazy. Um, but they lived in camps for a very long time. Some of them still do. And meanwhile, in the north, they're just living it up, right? They're living it up. And both sides are very beautiful and very, like, um, loving, including loving people. And I'm not saying all, like, northern Lebanese people or Christian or Muslim, but there's a large number, right? There's a large number of Lebanese Christians and uh, le- le- um, even Muslims, too, uh, and Lebanese from the northern side, right, that don't really um, bat an eye to the southern part of Lebanon and even Palestine, right? 
And it's like, that's their family, you know what I mean? Like in Lebanon, like they're getting, in, in southern Lebanon, they're attacked by Israel too, right? Like my father lived in Lebanon and he's, and to this day, since he was a kid, he, he's, he suffered from hearing loss from the loud, like, you know what I mean, loud uh, destruction, like bombs, buildings collapsing, gunshots and stuff like that, right? Alhamdulillah, <sighs> thankfully my dad is still here and he's good. Um, but it's so sad to see, because I can see it with my own eyes that the people from the northern side of Lebanon are very, not all of them, obviously. I mean, I want to be clear on that, not all of them. Because I've talked to some of them, I've talked to Syrian people, and I mean, that are Christian, like, they support it, you know what I mean? But a large number of people from the northern part of Lebanon, like Beirut and, and even northern, um, they don't say anything. They don't speak up on it. They, they leave it alone. They don't want to be a part of it. And a lot of them, surprisingly enough, actually support Israel. They, they, they actually support them. Some of them do. Right? And it's disgraceful. Because the people, there's a large number of Christian Lebanese people from the northern side of Lebanon. And this is a fun fact. They will tell you we're the original Lebanese people and we're Phoenician and blah, 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 blah. The truth is, and you can look this up if you think I'm wrong. The Christian Lebanese people, they're not French, they're not Lebanese, they're Armenian. They come from Armenia, Armenia and Turkey and parts of Iraq and I mean so on and so forth. And that's when like France and stuff like that started getting involved, right? But they don't claim to be uh, Arabic. They claim to be Lebanese, right? They don't want nothing to do with Arab. Like you know, what I mean, they speak Arabic too. Even you know what I mean, they speak Arabic. They write Arabic. They read Arabic, but they don't claim. They, a lot of them don't claim themselves as Arabic people, right? And um. And I know a lot of people that are from there. A lot of people. And they don't say anything. And nobody talks about that topic enough. Is that the people from northern Lebanon don't say sh they, they don't say nothing about the southern part. And that's that's your land. That's your that's like your that's your family. You know what I mean? And Lebanon's very small. Same with Palestine, right? It's probably like I don't even I didn't know what state to like describe it to. I'm not gonna do all that, but it's very, very small, you know what I mean? <coughs> so it's not like you know what I mean it's not like they're um like two different worlds you know what I mean they're close to each other but the northern people of like I'm calling all these people out who don't who don't speak up about it who disregard it you know what I mean and are obsessed with Lebanon as um an idea of its own thing right its own state as Lebanese people Phoenician people right that's what they claim I call all of them and I and I say shame on all of you shame on all of you that don't say anything about the people about your people your own people from the southern part shame on all of you shame on all of you because it's so it's so wrong it's so messed up it's so messed up You know, it's very sad. But, um, anyways, another thing I want to touch up on is, um, a lot of people were like, uh, if you don't already know, like a lot of, <coughs> if you don't already know why, a lot of people like wonder why, like, uh, the Israeli, uh, government claims that it's, um, uh, it's their God-given right to have that land, right? <coughs> but I don't know if you've seen, but in, uh, in the Brooklyn area, 
That, uh, that's where my dad moved to when he came to America. And he's seen a lot of them. Uh, but in the Brooklyn area and New York, uh, there's a lot of Orthodox Jews. And those Jews are the ones who follow um, you know, the Torah cor correctly. You know what I mean? They, they follow Judaism the correct way, right? Now, the difference between the, the Jews in, um, in New York versus the Jews in Israel, right? And I'm not saying all Jews in Israel are bad, because some of them actually do like stand up and like, and like are very, very, very extremely against what Israel does. So if you didn't already know that, I just want to put that out there. But the difference is that the ones that follow it know the context to what that's saying. <coughs> so what the Torah says actually in uh, Deuteronomy in chapter 30, uh, it says that they were told not to come out of exile until their Messiah comes and they repent, right? Now, during that time, they were put into exile in Israel because it was a punishment, right? Because they 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 were disobeying, I mean, the uh, God, right? And Abraham says, in according to the Torah in Leviticus, uh, what was it, uh, twenty five twenty three, it says Abraham says the land must not be sold beyond reclaim. You are but strangers resident with me. So what that means is. Abraham, according to the Torah, was sent from modern-day Iraq, but back then it was, uh, what was it, uh, Babylonia, right? Sent from Iraq to go to Israel to give land to the Israeli people as residents, right? To give them a place to live, right? Now, what he's saying is, this isn't your land. He's saying that this isn't your land, but you're resident here. You're allowed to live here with me, like amongst me, you know what I mean? But you're not supposed. You're not. This this land belongs to God, and this this land shouldn't be. Um, like you can't claim this land as your own state. You know what I mean? But you can live here though, right? So when the Jews now fast forwarding all the way back to um, after the Holocaust when the Jews came right and they lived amongst the Palestinians peacefully and they followed that they followed it correctly. They follow it. They followed it correctly, and they lived amongst the Palestinians in peace, and they did not create a state yet. But that's when Zionism, Zionism, Zionism has been around for years and years and years. Um, but that's when Zionism took play really during that time. So if you, if one of the reasons why you didn't know why uh, Hitler, um, I mean, did what he did, um, part of the reason was he had a huge problem with Zionism and what. Um, and what some of those Jews were uh, doing in that in that day and age of you know making the central banks and taking interest and stuff like that, and um, you know I mean they're developing greed and money power in a, in a moral way. He didn't like that. So I'm not saying I support Hitler. I support the Jews. It's just that that's the history. <coughs> and they were also causing a lot of corruption in that land. And there was a lot of um, what you might call it. Like a lot of just morality, like there was a lot of like whorehouses and stuff like that. Um, that's a different. That's just history. Um, but once the they came to Palestine, I mean the forties, they lived peacefully amongst them, and they followed their religion, right? So Zionism is has nothing to do with the Torah, right? So if somebody tries to tell you that. Um, 
that the Jews are entitled, that the Israelis are entitled to Israel, it doesn't work like that. They're not supposed to come out of exile, right? So they're not supposed to come back and make it their own state. And they're not supposed to make it their own state until the Messiah comes. And the Messiah has not came yet. So therefore the Israeli government is breaking the, is you know I mean breaking those laws. So when someone says like they're indigent uh they're entitled to that land, they're so God given right. No. Just make sure you don't take it out of context. That's the context of it. So now what I assume that the majority of you know already by sorry I'm getting a tissue. What I assume what a lot of you already know is that the the media likes to play tricks on the Western world, right? But at this point, it's not even good anymore, right? We all know it's lies. <coughs> but the people that are, you know, within the Western world, we're all they're all arrogant, all arrogant, and ignorant, right? And people don't know what that means anymore. Pe people are very uneducated now. Right, and I'm not gonna st stand up here and be like, "Oh, I'm perfect all the time. I'm never wrong." Right? Like, no. If I'm wrong, I admit it. You know, what I mean, even if I disagree, like, if it comes to a term where I like think I'm wrong, I will always say it. I will always say I'm wrong. I'll take accountability. You know, what I mean, accountability doesn't exist in a lot of places anymore. You know, what I mean, with a lot of people, and the reason why, the reason to this is everybody loves like to say, "Oh, you're he's ignorant, arrogant." Uh, you know what I mean, like stupid, disgusting. I mean, everybody likes to say things about people, right? When it comes to their their level of knowledge, but people don't explain why. The reason why people are 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 ignorant, and they will never kind of realize that unless something, unless they open their heart, is because their pride overtakes them. Their pride and their desire overtakes their faith and their logic. So let me say that one more time. Cause that's probably, I think that's like the MVP like uh, quote of like the entire podcast is the reason why people will never admit that they're ignorant is because their pride and their desire overtakes their faith and their logic. Okay, that's the reason why. And <clears throat> no, no ignorant person will voluntarily say, "Oh yeah, I was I'm being ignorant right now." I was ignorant like uh, a couple hours ago, sorry. No, no, it doesn't work like that, right? So, what the United States is consisted of and filled with all of its people is pride, right? It's pride. Everybody's taught to, you know I mean, love your freedom and, um, you know I mean, and be, be proud of yourself, you know what I mean, and which is, I guess, in a way, good, but the way it's conveyed to the American people is bad. You know what I mean? And people like being right all the time. I mean, people like like being right, right? But the, even the smartest people that have ever walked this earth, right? Albert Einstein, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, right? The Prophet Isa, um, um, right? Uh, Nelson Mandela, like, right? All those people, right? Everybody that's, you know, intellectual, right? They take accountability and they seek to be wrong. That's how you learn. You learn by being wrong and finding out what's right. And the biggest issue in today's world, in this whole concept, is people 
don't want to hear why they're wrong. You tell them the sky is blue and they and they tell you it's green, but you say look at the sky and they see blue, they tell you it's still green. Because their pride and the way they their the way they want their reputation to be, they don't want to be looked at as dumb. Right? That's just one reason. Obviously there's different case uh case scenarios and stuff like that, but people don't like when their pride has when their pride is touched. They don't like that. <coughs> but um I hope I covered a lot of good things. Um I'm not gonna lie, I did a retake. I recorded a podcast before this, but um kept coughing and I kept stuttering and stuff like that. <laughs> but um what I um what I look forward to though is the victory of Philistine, you know. And it will happen. And the Quran says it will happen. Um specifically. And if you if you're not Muslim and you're listening to this, I'm not um sorry, I'm not trying to like uh force this on you or convert you or you know what I mean or mock your religion no or offend you no, no nothing like that i have respect for you um but i just wanted to tell ev- anybody who, ha- who doesn't really know this there's a surah or a chapter in the quran called surah isra israel in that chapter basically what it says is and you can read it you can read it it says all people of israel you will corrupt you will surely corrupt the land twice the first time when that when the quran was revealed that first time uh, out of the two already happened and it was by the um and they were defeated by the Assyrians during that time. Now, the second time, it says, listen to this, the, the, the chapter says, it will be against the, you will corrupt the people against, uh, you will corrupt against, you know, the people of Al-Aqsa. And that is in, uh, in Palestine. It's the, it's the masjid in Palestine. That's been there for a very, very long time, right? And that's so specific, the people of Al-Aqsa. The Palestinian people is saying, now the second time you were corrupt the land, it'll be to the Palestinian people. <coughs> so 1400 years ago, it said that about today, or about you know the past couple of uh, couple of decades. You know what I mean? So that's the amazing part. But the amazing part that gets even greater is that it says that you will lose. So Allahu Alam, I guess we are just awaiting, you know, for the time to be, but. It's very sad that, you know, once that happens, everybody's going to, you know, whatever's going on in the world, everybody's going to recognize it as a huge, huge, like, victory and stuff like that. But it's going to be, like, after, I mean, like, even now, like, to get all this coverage, and now people are actually starting to understand and support. It's like, it really took, like, thousands of people to die innocently, and thousands of, you know, injured and displaced, you know what I mean? And not just in Palestine, you know what I mean? Because if, if, you, if, you, if you really wanted, if, you, if I really wanted to talk about, you know, the war on the Middle East and what America has done to the people of the Middle East, it would, it would be something. It would be something. But uh, I just wanted to focus on Palestine and so people can learn about this matter first. But just mind you that those terrorists you see in your video games, you know what I mean, in, in Black Ops and stuff like that, right? It's not, it's the the creators of that game have tricked you and they have soiled your brain thinking with video games and Family Guy and American Dad 
and um, TikTok and memes that the Arabic um, militaries are all entirely uh, terrorists. But that's not true, right? And if there were to be, uh, hypothetically, let's just say, if there are or if there were any, um, you know, terrorist groups, um, which there are some, of course, we will condone. Uh, condemn, sorry, condemn, not condone. Of course, we will condemn. Yes, yes. Um, so I ask you, please, out of the kindness of my heart, please don't fall into the crowd. You know what I mean? And do what everybody else does. And, you know, you have a voice too. And your opinion could, you know, make a difference for somebody else. You know what I mean? And even if it's the smallest thing, you know what I mean? Like maybe my voice just made one, somebody listening to this podcast post, I mean, who never posted before, or donate. Uh, to Philistine, you know what I mean? But the key concept concept here of what's going on in Philistine is a lesson. It should be a lesson to all of us that um, we need to act as better human beings, as better friends, as better uh, parents, as better children, as better, um, you know, um, you know, better in our, ki- in our kindness, in our character, you know what I mean? Um, whether you're a Muslim, Christian, uh, Jewish, atheist, you know, Buddhist, Sikh, whatever, it doesn't matter, man. Um, but it should be a lesson to all of us that even the people in Palestine, when they say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un, indeed, we belong to Allah and indeed, we shall, shall return to Him. When they say that, right, the people of Palestine even have better character than us here and we have everything. Think about that. That's what this is all about, is that the lesson is that we have everything and we still act like a bunch of ignorant like assholes. You know what I mean? But the people in Philistine have better character. Even the children. Even the children. Oh my gosh, I didn't even like mention it. But like when the children speak there, they speak so like articul articulately. Ugh. But they they have better character than us, man. And I think we should all just take a lesson from that. That all the people that are getting bombed and massacred and ignored, you know what I mean? Even though people, like, are told about it, right? Even the ones that experience it, right? They have better character than us. And we need to fix ourselves, including myself, I will say that. But, um, if by any chance... Right? If by any chance your head is still not, you know, screwed on correctly and you still support Israel or you still want to go neutral or it's still a complex issue, right? I ask you to think of it like this, right? What Israel states and what the Americans that support Israel state is that if Hamas just stops fighting us and stops attacking Israel, then all the people of Palestine will stop, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the, that's the main argument that everybody's saying, you know, is that the reason why Palestine is getting so attacked uh, with so much volume is because of Hamas. But do you understand what that means, though? That, that means that if, unless Hamas acts according to the Isra- Israeli, like, uh, you know, request, then all the people in Palestine that are, in the, and are innocent people, they're going to keep killing them. It's allowed. So unless Hamas starts acting differently, we're... Uh, we're not going to stop killing the innocent people. So that's collective punishment, if you didn't know that, right? So you're saying unless a military acts better, 
then the people are still going to get attacked, right? So now imagine, right? Now imagine when America was fighting Afghanistan or in Iraq or whatever, right? Imagine if the Iraqi people said, hey, if you don't start acting different, uh, America, uh, within our uh, warfare, we're going to bomb uh, Cleveland, New York, uh, Miami, uh, Dallas, Los Angeles, uh, you know what I mean? And they're just all going to die because of you. I mean, it doesn't work like that. And Israel isn't the only country that does that. Um, a lot of other countries do that as well. And they like to send threats. I mean, but the thing is, Israel doesn't just send threats, they do it. Right? But, you know, for what I have to say is just have some humility and be grateful. Um, Cause it could just be as easy as you as you know losing everything right and what i think is like the biggest emotional part about all this is that the people in palestine they're calling upon us to help them and there's nothing we can do for them immediately to help them you know what i mean we can't go there and help them <coughs> and they even like say to some of us that you know you've betrayed us you know what i mean like, you're nothing. You've done nothing for us. You know what I mean? Shame on you. You've done nothing. And many of us should have shame. Like, like have, have, should be ashamed. You know what I mean? To sit there and watch. That's sick. That's sick. And that's cowardly. To, sick, to just sit there and watch people die. Right? Without even saying anything. You can at least say something. Say something. You know what I mean? And, and don't be afraid to let people know what you think. Right? Because if you are, truthfully, and no, remember, nobody else is listening to this conversation or this, this, uh, uh, this discourse between your listening and my talking. Nobody else is listening. But if you really think that by posting about Palestine, about speaking about about it, about donating, uh, about you know repping it, uh, like you know what I mean, like repping the flag, or about defending others in public, or speaking out, you know what I mean. If you really think that your reputation is going to be destroyed, or even if it is, and you're Afraid of that? You're a coward. You're a coward and you're a pussy. Straight up. Forgive my language, but you have no respect. And I have no respect for you. You have no respect for others. And all the character traits that you claim you have, they all mean nothing. Because you're unable to show them. Right? So if you are so prideful in yourself to think that you are so, you know talented and so you know reliable and so um flexible within skill and strong physically or smart you know what i mean you did get in school or you have a lot of money you know what i mean but the same pride that you think that you have for for getting through that grind and doing it those attributes that you attribute yourself they all mean nothing if you when you keep it inside and you don't and you don't speak on what's in your mind and your perspective, you know what I mean? So I'm not telling you to go out and break into the news station and say, death to America, death to Israel. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you should really reevaluate re yourself, you know what I mean? And I told myself I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to offend any people. But I honestly, like, now that I'm speaking about this right now, like, I just, it makes me so... 
so not okay with it is that I go on my uh, look at my viewers every single time I post on Instagram, right? And I look at every single um, I look at the same people viewing my story all the time, the same people, the same username, the same person, every single time, every single time they just view it, right? And now I'm not necessarily saying that like just because you see it and you don't say anything, you don't support it, right? But I am ashamed of those who don't, even if they do support it, because it's a very, 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 very um, disastrous thing that has happened in our world. Um, and the people that you've probably descended from, and you sit there and you say nothing and you watch like it's a fucking video game. Um... But yeah, um, that was a good 75 minutes, um, uh, or 76, or 77. But uh, yeah, so that was the Philistine talk and my perspective on it today. Um, but my goal with this podcast, again, is to spread the message. So I ask you all, please, if there's one thing you could do for me, is just share. Just share this podcast and tell people to listen to it. It has good messages in it. And um, I have a lot of different perspectives on things. And I'm good at, you know, making analogies and making sense through, uh, you know, perspective. And uh, I do plan on making another podcast very soon. Um, but again, I from the bottom of my heart, I just ask you, please, please, please share this and send it to people. Um, because that's the one goal I have from this is just I want people to listen. That's it. I just want people to listen. I don't care about, you know, the money. I don't care about the fame. I just want the mass number to listen that's it just play it in your car play it in your room play it while you eat just listen that's all i have to say all right well um that was pretty good um I, this is my first time doing a podcast i really don't know how people like end this uh, maybe i have like an outro adam continue boom 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 by the way fun fact um if you already didn't know this uh my name in arabic my first name means ascending from the earth and my last name means uh, the speaker, right? So Katim means speaker, um, the one who speaks, like at a masjid or a mosque, when like uh, they give like a speech or a khutbah, the one speaking is the khutib. That's me, or that's not me, but that's what my last name means. Um, so I guess you could say I'm a down-to-earth speaker. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thank you.